Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Welcome back. Winning Plays Podcast, Rich Levine, Brian Robb, Paul Pierce, B-Rob, not sorry for posting a video with strippers on his Instagram. Not sorry for not passing the ball to Yuri Welsh earlier in his NBA career, in his Boston Celtics career. Uh, have, the, have you been keeping up? You're going to Springfield this weekend. Pierce getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. This weekend, Kevin Garnett will be presenting him. Will you be in? You'll be in attendance for this so magical I will, moment. I will not be in attendance. I'll be in attendance. They do press conferences on Friday, at, and that's going to be at Mohegan Sun. And then the actual induction will be on Saturday. So I will be in attendance Friday for the press conferences. We'll be watching remotely things on Saturday night. But that is, they have to say, I mean, we'll get into this later, but they have to say, KG introducing Pierce for last, right? Like that has, that has to be a requirement of the evening, I would hope. Well, who who else is in the uh, is in this class? Um, it's so it's like Bill Russell as a coach. Um, I think Bosch, Chris Weber, Pierce is definitely the biggest name amongst yeah. like former NBA players. So, are you staying for? Are you staying at Mohican Friday night? I am not planning on staying. I believe um, my wife Kate would have a word with me to stay at Mohegan Sun I think, and in our five-month-old for... Uh, I think babies are allowed at Mohegan. <laughs> I'm sure they were allowed. Um, I probably saw way too many of them out in Las Vegas during Summer League. Um, but given, given, the, given the world situation, we'll, we'll probably save that trip for, uh, for at least at least two. Hey, so we're going to talk a little bit more about this Pierce thing towards the end of the podcast. But to start off really quick, if I gave you... Let's say you had $500 burning a hole in your pocket. That you had, that you felt comfortable, that that your wife said, okay, you can use this to gamble a little bit. Uh, if I gave you eight to one odds on Jason Tatum making the Hall of Fame, would you would you take that bet? Eight to one. Eight yeah. to one. Yeah. So you get you get four thousand bucks on yeah. your five hundred dollars. That 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 seems fair to you. That seems fair. I would. I would feel pretty good about that. I might even take even. Lower odds. My gut said five, but I thought my gut said five. I thought I was being a little yeah, bit crazy. Five, yeah, five is when you have to start thinking about like, okay, it's it's still pretty early here, but I mean, based on trajectory, you have to feel eight to one. I'd feel very good about that uh, that return. What if I gave you fifteen to one on Jalen Brown? That I wouldn't feel as good about. Um, I'd still maybe be willing to take a flyer on it. It feels a little bit higher, but. It's uh, it's somewhat connected yeah. because they have to win at least is. one title, they, right? Right, exactly. If you, but again, if they 
if they start a dynasty here, then yeah, all bets are off. Like he's that can he can get on that track very quickly, and the the skill set, or at least the 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 stats as opposed to last year, if he can do you know ten seasons of that, then yeah, then then we're they were talking. But that's a uh, it all depends again. Like you said, you need that with the winning to kind of get there. I feel like. Okay, two more. If I give you two to one odds on Rajon Rondo. Two. Is it basketball Hall of Famer? Two to one odds. Do you take that? I'm, a, I'm basically asking, is Rondo a Hall of Famer? Is Rondo a Hall of Famer? I'm going to go no. Really? Just too bad. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at it. I guess maybe I'll like, I, this is just going on gut. He just bounced around way too much in the second half of his career. And I know he won with the Lakers last year and that he's had some nice redemption, but there was a real like post ACL tear. There was a real like rough period there where. He wasn't even close to, you know, the first, second, or third best player on a bunch of those teams. And even when they won, he wasn't ever any of those. So so, so four-time All-Star, three-time assist champ, two-time NBA champ, four-time All-Defensive, only one All-NBA appearance, which is as many as Tatum already has, so that's tough. Uh, yeah. A steel champ. So according to, uh, to Basketball Reference, they have his Hall of Fame odds or on their Hall of Fame monitor. It's at like 60 here. It's 60.6%. Um, that feels generous. Right. But and, but if you look like who he's around, it's mostly guys who are in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. So Giannis is 67%. Obviously, Giannis has a lot, many more years left. Mitch Richmond is another one of those guys like, oh, maybe he's Hall of Fame. He's obviously made it. Mitch yeah. Richmond was 69%. Rondo is at 60%. I, I would t- I think I'm taking two to one odds on 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 him. So Clay Thompson is still only at 51. He's got some work to do as well. Dennis yeah. Johnson was only 50. Uh, percent I think I think certainly if he wins if he wins one more title with the Lakers, I think you, you get that third ring. I think he is in. Either way, I think he's probably in. Yeah, I think that's a fascinating bet though, because you know I haven't really thought about him. You know, early in his career, like 2012 or whatever, that was like oh yeah, no brainer. But then the fact that He's been around for that long and still is a contributor on all these teams. Still bodes well for him in terms of longevity and stuff like that. So it's it's a fascinating argument. It's, that'll be really interesting to see how, see how they handle that. Okay, last one. If I gave you 50 to 1 odds on Juancho Hernan Gomez. <laughs> heading uh, to, are you going to be at Mohegan Sun for Juancho's induction for Juancho. in, in 15 years? I'm taking that because what Dino Raja just got, you know, he got in what last year, two years ago. So like, you know, obviously also was a pioneer. I mean, right, Wancho was I'm really, kidding. I'm kidding. Wancho, Wancho has a very, very long way to go to, to a pro. Dino walks so Wancho can run. Exactly. Essentially. <laughs> but the international for us now. So yeah, so this is, um, this is a good segue. We, you know, Ryan and I talked with Ryan and Suichi on Friday about the deal, but we haven't gotten your take yet. Um, and I also have to give you credit, first of all, as a uh, regular listener and actually uh, frequent co-host of the show, uh, Brennan Jackson uh, pointed out that when I asked you about who you preferred as the 15th man on the roster last week, Carson Edwards or Chris Dunn, you, you nailed this and said neither. Rich and uh, <laughs> paving the way for uh, those two guards being moved out for uh, what I think is a nice stretch for that probably makes sense as, as some depth on this roster. 
I think you said it, and I can't take too much credit for for my opinion because I didn't even remember saying that. But I, I will. Don't, I'll, don't, don't tell me that people that. Just, if, just if, the, if the tape exists, I'm going to believe it exists and say that I nailed it. But yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I wasn't particularly. I mean, I I guess some people that were somewhat excited for Chris Dunn, like we don't know if he's even even going to be healthy enough to play. But I think that the the potential positives of Chris Dunn against the potential negatives of Carson Edwards, I think at the very least equaled each other out. So I think that's a wash right there. We feel okay. And yeah, Juan Hernan Gomez, I think that's, that's a, that's a fun addition. Like, and obviously like you can find, as we know every year in the draft, like you can put together a YouTube mix to make any potential NBA prospect look like a future all-star. Right. But when you, when you look, you look around at like some of Wancho's highlights, like some of the better games that he had. And right. A lot of that, those games were for Minnesota the last year and a half, which is a team where the games really meant very little. But like, it, like there was one, there's like a 25 point night he had against Denver. Right. If you look, if you look, if you search like his best highlights as a Minnesota Timberwolf, uh, he's doing it against the ones. Mm-hmm. Right, like he's he's hitting shots, and, and like when he hits a three pointer, like it looks good. Like the shot looks like it's supposed to go in. It it's it, it's not like uh, I'm trying to, you know, whether you know, like a Daniel Tice, right, where like he, he shoots it, and like sometimes it goes in. You're like, oh okay, but like you don't really have much confidence. Like he's got like a decent looking jump shot. No, I mean, based on like to your point, I think he's like a gunner from like from that position anyway. Not like a real one, but like he's looking to shoot, and he's he knows he can shoot now. The, the the averages beyond his rookie year when he shot like 40% have not been pretty and from three. They've been very up and down. And so the fact that he can take, can, he's willing to take those shots doesn't that isn't necessarily <laughs> a good thing. But, but like two, 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 two seasons, well, he played a season and a half in Minnesota, 66 games. He shot 30.354, uh, so 35% right, from three. Not average. great, not great, but you'll, you'll take that, yeah? Oh, yeah. And so that's, I think to your point too, is like, I think he's going to having a more willing shooter in those spots as opposed to um, and this is not knocking Grant Williams. We know Grant Williams is like, he's only going to take those shots if he's got two, three feet open in front of him and teams are dragging in. So he's, you know, that that's taking away options in the other parts of the floor in terms of sagging in the lane and taking away lanes from, from Jalen or, or Jason. Hernan Gomez, like you, you probably can't leave alone and feel good about it. He posed the threat of like, okay, this guy can get hot and can get going. And not to say he's going to be, he's going to have to play his way into like a rotation spot, but just having an option of that guy at this position at the end of the bench, I think makes sense for this roster and help kind of rounds it out a little bit more. Yeah. And and given who they gave up, like if he does nothing, it's not a big loss, right? Like, no. Because it's basically basically house money. Yeah. It's house money because Chris Dunn and Carson Edwards, they weren't going to play barring injury like Chris Dunn. Yeah. Like maybe he could have, you know, played his way into things with a good training camp, but like, who are you playing him over? Like Pritchard, Romeo, like no guys that you don't want to be on the bench. So that probably made us an easy Okay. So let's, let's actually address a part of the roster where, you know, we don't know what we have. We have Grant here. We have Jabari Parker, and now we have Hernan Gomez and, I think it's going to be, you know, one of those guys will probably play each night and it would have made 10 on the matchup or it might just depend on who separates themselves during training camp. Yeah. And, uh, and let's say that Hernan Gomez also is uh, the star of, a, of an up and coming Adam Sandler movie. Have you, yes. have you seen that? I 
did he? I haven't gotten the details. And this is a Netflix movie. That's yeah, I think he's you know he's got that 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 big deal with Netflix. Yeah, so he plays like a struggling NBA scout who is and Hernan Gomez is his like his Steve Nebraska. You remember Brendan Fraser and uh, wow, sure. why am I for forgetting <laughs> uh, what's his name? Al. Um, his did name you? was Al in the movie. It's really it's a, it's a legendary. You never saw that scout was. With, I never with saw the scout. Fraser? No, that was like an early nineties. Uh, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was. Oh, that's one of the Albert Br- Albert Brooks. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Um, but yeah, that, that that that's a good one to check out. I'm sure we're all our our YouTube listeners who were born in uh, <laughs> 2010. I'm sure are big scout fans. But yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Maybe Adam Sandler will hang out around the the garden a little bit. I don't. It doesn't say when it will be released. Which is a little bit weird. I can't find when that movie's coming out, but apparently it is. It, it is done, and he plays like. And so I don't know. Maybe a better comparison is like George Mirazan and My Giant. Sure, uh, Eddie. Eddie. That, that, yes. that, was, that, was, that was right in my uh, the wheelhouse in the, the mid nineties. Yeah, so I must have just missed a scout. I wasn't. I out of the nineties sports movies didn't didn't make the cut for me some, for some reason. We're gonna do a, a winning plays, uh, not book club, but like a movie club, and that's our first submission. Next week we'll do a, a uh, an episode just breaking down the scout with Albert Done. Brooks and Brendan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so I mean, I, I think I think there's a chance, like, and yeah, like, and for some reason, I always come, my mind always goes to Javante Green, just in terms of like recent guys who could fill this role. But I think we could see Hernan Gomez like stretches of time during the regular season. That's when you need him. Like, like when come come playoff time, like, are you expecting him to be a big part of the rotation or a part of the rotation at all? Like, no. I don't think so, but like over the course of the year, if 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 if, if someone if, if one of the Jays goes down for a week or, or or any number of of guys go down for a period of time, and you need her, uh, Juan Hernan Gomez to step in and play fifteen to twenty minutes a night for for again for a couple of weeks, I think he could do that, and maybe he could. And again, maybe if he gets that opportunity and seizes it, maybe he does carve out a role in the, in the playoffs. Maybe he could be like a Jerebko kind of player. You know, not to get you too excited. But yeah, for me, that 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 that's sort of the the ideal for me. That's maybe the ceiling for me for for this team. But again, when you think about what they gave up, that's that's exciting. That that's not a a, a bad addition. And you have him under contract for next year. That's non guaranteed. So it's a situation where if he plays well, earns a role, you can keep him at the right price. If not, then like you said, no harm done, and you move along. Or hey, that's another able in a in a trade without taking away, you know, maybe that saves you from, you know, having to include one of your guys on a rookie contracts in the deal. So that could be, that could end up being useful too. Yeah. And again, he's, again, he's a, he's a guy that, that could, he's not the, he's not the centerpiece of a deal, but if you're throwing him in, it's like the third, fourth or fifth guy yeah, or whatever. I mean, matching. Yeah, but he's young enough and, and has shown enough flashes and is athletic enough and can shoot just well enough for a guy his size that maybe another team, again, if people want to, take that that one more chance on him like the Celtics are doing right now but hopefully it doesn't happen hopefully he he's a major part of raising another banner in Boston and he can maybe he'll win an NBA title and a uh Oscar in the in the same year that would be pretty cool <laughs> I have a question for you though or I kind of a sad question oh, um, no. I'm not right okay ever, I mean not, not not too sad but has Carson Evers played his last NBA game uh no I don't think so I don't think he's gonna play too many more I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I, 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 it might be might be semantics a little bit. Yeah, I I think. So he's in Memphis. Yeah, they have eighteen contracts right now. 
So don't feel good about him making the team there. Oh uh, yeah, Carson's played his last NBA game. <laughs> he'll 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 play again in the in the G League for a little bit. But again, I, I still think that he could be he could have a really good lucrative career overseas. Oh yeah, he'll make millions overseas mm-hmm. as, as a you know an energy scoring guy for any team over there. Hope. Which is but, which, which is great, I, and I hope he does. And he played. How, so how many? What 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 was his? Uh, the if, if we're closing the book potentially on his NBA career, how many games do you think he played? Uh I want to say he played fifty, at least. He played a good Six, amount each season. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Yeah. So it's like this isn't a guy who didn't get opportunities. So you don't like he didn't get like consistent ones, but they they. Brad, Brad Stevens has like been tough with with younger guys and rookies, but he gave he gave Edwards a chance both years, and he showed a little bit more in splashes last season. Like he had wet really one one really a game when they won against the Clippers in LA, where they had like no one, and that was probably his best like pro game. But again, he just couldn't couldn't really sustain it ever, and the size limitations just became a little too much for him to overcome. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking right now. I mean, he. Last year, he played 31 games. He was 18 for 63 from three. He yeah. shot 28% from three. And like you said, when you're undersized and you come in when you're billed as a shooter, when you have, what, what, what was it, nine three-pointers and a half? Or was it that just one game? Yeah, it's like a quarter, like eight and a quarter, I think he had against the, the Cavs in that preseason game. Yeah, and like that, I mean, not that you're going to expect that, but that's the kind of guy that 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 he needed to be, or is close to that, to to carve out a role in the NBA given all his other limitations. And he wasn't even passable the, the year before. He 37 games was 24 of 76 for for 31. percent um, That's just not okay. If that if if you're paid to shoot threes and and you do not hit them, you're not going to last very long. So two seasons, we'll see what happens. I, I'm not root, I'm not rooting for him to have played his last game. I would love for him to get another chance. I would love for him to just find a groove and just just stay in the zone for a season and maybe help out a decent team. But uh, I don't necessarily see it see it happening. But uh, hey, two 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 more years in the NBA than than most people play. Right. I mean, and props to him and his agent. He got three guaranteed years and out of his out of the second round pick so he got he maximized that first summer league performance as much as he could so that's uh whatever six million dollars in the bank and then a bunch more probably coming um likely somewhere in europe sure um all right so what what, what else do you think do you think uh we didn't talk pierce i, I kind of like his his scorched earth mentality right now because I, I, what I like the thing I didn't like about Pierce on TV, and the thing he probably didn't like about himself on TV, just judging from, did you read the the Chris Mannix story? Oh yeah, great story. I mean, um, with him going, I mean, we can get into it a little bit, but he pretty much we can go in a hundred different directions from that story. So okay, we'll, well first let, in a second. Yes, let me do that. First, let me just say this. Listen up, sports bettors. This is the Winning Plays podcast. We're here to tell you about our favorite sports book, and that is BetUS. Football is back. It's time to get in on the action. Uh, We only endorse one sports book. That is BetUS.com. If you're asking why, it is because BetUS has been America's favorite sports book for over 25 years. 
Uh, that is older than I think most of the players on the Celtics at this point. Uh, you need a sportsbook with integrity and longevity. You need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sportsbook that offers everything. We're talking about live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, all kind of crazy bets. They will walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives you bigger bonuses than BetUS. Join now, check out the offers, and you can get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. Uh, we bet at BetUS.com, B-Rob. As I always say, we're, we're, our children are screwed. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. They are going to, they're, we're going to be earning their college education. Yeah. Let's say it like that. Uh, you should, too. You should, you should do that for your kids if you really care about them. That's BetUS.com, uh, America's favorite sports book. Enter at BSJ when you sign up. Uh, enter BSJ when you sign up at BetUS.com for a special bonus. BetUS.com. It's where the game begins. You gonna put um, in a, a, you gonna put in a Mac Jones like rookie of the year bet or something like that? Yeah, US. I, I I would love to do that. Um, if you if you have something to say about uh about Paul Pierce, I can uh, I can see yeah, it. What, yeah, what check those odds. Yeah, so I mean, Paul Pierce, I I appreciate the fact that he's I mean he's always this during his career, as you very well know from you know covering him in you know in person for so long during his prime that he's just candid and very interesting and isn't afraid to and always loves to like take shots at LeBron and he kind of hit the trifecta in this you know SI piece with Chris Mannix um <laughs> like on the ESPN stuff but then you know he gets into the the reunion stuff with with KG and Ray and Rhonda whenever that'll ever happen and I'm also intrigued as well with the, the talk of the uh KG Pierce uh reality show slash podcast where they they potentially go do things like the running of the bulls or other uh skydiving or whatever um i feel like that that could have some real potential behind it if but i i wonder if like how motivated are those guys to do it like you know that is it gonna be worth think, it financially for them to do that stuff yeah i think it depends on the money i think they're both probably pretty financially motivated at, at this point so. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're talking about jumping out of planes and, uh, and running with bulls, I think you're, you, you, you want some money. I would love to see KG square off face to face with a bull. Like, I don't know necessarily. That would be an interesting, if this, if this show does come to fruition, that would be an interesting bet. Um, who will win just mono a mono, uh, like most of the people run in the opposite direction, but I wonder if KG would just run towards the bulls and, uh, and see what happens. It could be like running of the, the KGs, the bulls would start running in the opposite direction. Um, but Mac Jones, uh, he is him and Trevor Lawrence are are your two favorites right now. Wow, interesting. Plus three fifty for for Mac Jones winning Rookie of the Year. I mean, I think the difference being oh, it's offensive Rookie of the Year is how they do it. By the way, um, but I think it's just like Trevor Lawrence. I imagine is going that the Jags will probably still be kind of shitty. Yeah, uh, probably. whereas you know Mac Pass Jones is in a position to potentially you know, lead your team to the playoffs or maybe even, I don't know, the bills are pretty good, but plus three fifty that doesn't tempt me very much. Yes. Yeah, two. That's yeah. That got, we wanted that got plus 700 plus 800 plus three. We needed to, we needed to make it two weeks ago is when we, is when we right. needed to make that. Mr. Mr. Chance there, but um, all right. But yeah, so Pierce going to the hall of fame again, anything else from that? I think he took some nice shots at jury Welsh and just that whole era, but what's, what sticks out to you? I mean, what, it's it's for there's few guys like who's going to have a Pierce career, you know, any more of one team, it seems like in the NBA period, but what, 
what did anything from that article stick out to you more than anything else? The fact that, you know, he did come close to, you know, getting dealt before, you know, the KG trade was live. Like, how do you think, do you think his career is viewed any differently if he does make that move? If like, you know, he gets that trade to Portland 2006 or whatever, if any of that stuff does happen before they, you know, put the pieces in place around him or did he, you know, maximize everything he could here and that just made his career, you know, in Boston for those first 10, 15 years. Like, could he have been more somewhere else? Do you feel like? Uh, I think for him, it was about, it was just about getting that title. I think he right. needed that. He really, because again, he wasn't, we know that he wasn't LeBron. He wasn't quote Kobe. He wasn't, and now we're splitting hairs here. He's most certainly a hall of famer, right? Yeah. But he always seemed to be just one, maybe little notch below the top. But being able to get that ring, not only that, but getting the finals MVP, so being the 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 MVP of that of that title, being surrounded by you know two other Hall of Famers, potentially three, if we t- if we're talking about Rondo earlier in the uh, in the show. But no, I, I think I, I think if Pierce is traded to Portland before the ring. And I don't think he was going to go and win a, a title with the Trailblazers. I, I don't. I mean, I is he definitely a Hall of Famer at right. that point? Did, he need. Do you think he needed the ring to be a Hall? Of, if he like didn't win, if they for whatever reason didn't win in two thousand eight, he would still be a Hall of Famer. I feel like. I mean, it, it makes it just that much easier for him to get it. Maybe he has to wait a little bit to get in, but like, I still think his body of work was more than enough to to get him in wait if 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 he had been traded after just like so i'm looking right now so he was a, a five-time all-star with the celtics um from from 02 to 06 right yeah and then 07 was the was the bottom of the barrel right he played 45 games for that horrible team and then the next season he then so he had he had five, five in a row from the all-star game missed that horrible year then five in a row again yeah. Uh, right after that, so ten-time All-Star, but everything that comes after that that break, you know, we we just don't know if he if he goes to, a, you know, if he goes to Portland, if because, you know, there was a time in Paul's career where I think you know he would say as much as anyone, like he wasn't. I don't know if motivated is the right word, but he was kind of just in a rut. I think he was he was maybe uh, partying a little too much, maybe drinking a little bit too much at times. I don't think his body and his mind were in, were in a place where he was necessarily on that hall of fame track because i mean how many all-star games did antoine walker make i mean probably like, you know three maybe three and so and pierce you know pierce well, had, and he, had and, he, and he clashed with doc too right early in doc's tenure if i yeah right? so i think there's a reality where he where he goes to goes to portland and that and that portland team was not great right i mean they were drafting greg odin so they that right. like you know shortly after that so they weren't in a in a really great place and if he goes there and just kind of like in, in the west was was you know, was still pretty tough. I mean, with the with the Spurs and the Lakers and, and whoever else was there, I think there's a reality where he goes to Portland and kind of you know is a is a solid player. Like Sean Kemp's not a not a not a, a Hall of Famer. You know, a guy who had that those that that first burst with a year, but then once he trade was traded, and again he was another guy that that you know lost the the thread of staying in in, in peak condition uh, a little bit, and he's not a Hall of Famer. So I think there I, I think that he needed the title. I think that those years, that second act with Pierce, uh, sorry, with KG and Ray, uh, was everything because we saw. I mean, once he left, I mean, he was thirty-six years old by the time he ended up in Brooklyn. But like you know, that that stretch, uh, he averaged thirteen and a half points. That was his high 
in his years after leaving the Celtics. And clearly it would have been a little bit better had he left when he was younger. But uh, no, I'm not convinced that he would have been an, a, a Hall of Famer if he, if he had been traded and in, in, in before 08. All right. That's, I mean, you make a pretty good case there. I do think the the pre-08 years, and like you said, they, he had his struggles during the year with, you know, motivations or stuff off the floor, obviously. And we know, obviously, the his tragic incident getting, you know, coming back from the stabbing, which is just an incredible story in itself, um, very early in his career. But the, the seasons he put up with, like, the, the lack, the, like, the crappy supporting cast around him, I think those seasons are kind of undervalued in the big picture by at least a lot of today's fans since he was – like we all know Antoine was a very limited and kind of overrated player, like, you know, in hindsight. Um, and, but Pierce defensively and like his ability gets a line and, and kind of do pretty much anything for those teams while like carrying, you know, while having guys like Yuri Welsh or, you know, Walter Hardy, <laughs> no knock at Walter, but like, there was just no other, there's no established even third score on a lot of those teams that could like, and they trade away Joe Johnson. That was probably their best chance of having a guy like that. And then, and then that that's when Danny kind of came in and had to, you know, decide, like, at least realize this and decide, okay, we, we better blow this up now before it's too late. And then we lose him totally. Yeah, no, we talk about that, that year, 06 said before, before they bottomed out and then, you know, immediately were on top after that. But like that team, so Pierce is 28 years old. The, the, the Celtics finished 33 and 49. Um, and through all that, he plays 79 games, 39 minutes a game, goes to the line 10.3 times a game. And that, and that, and that's just not, I mean, that's hard work. I mean, we'll, we'll oh, see yeah. if Tatum, if Tatum can do that, I mean, And it's one thing when you're doing that and winning, but like when you're getting your ass kicked physically, you know, personally, individually by getting to the line, but then you and your team's getting their ass kicked every night too. I mean, that's hard, but he had 26.8 points a game, 6.7 rebounds, 4.7 assists, uh, you know, getting to the line, like we said, 10.3 a night. And again, the three-point shot was was just different back then. He only shot you know, 30, 35%, but it was only taking four a game. Um, but that's, that, that's commendable, and you can understand why he would be at his wit's end, mentally and physically, after a season like that. And Again, we're at the same time as he says. If if he's if he's out there playing his ass off, ass off, busting his ass, and at the same time is getting yelled at for not passing to to Yuri <laughs> Welsh, right? You can see how that would wear on you, and you might feel like, okay, maybe it's time for me to go somewhere else. But let's just though we're, we're all thankful that that is not the case. That uh, you know, despite the fact that he played for three different teams after the Celtics, I mean, it's just an afterthought. And we say that every time, but like, I have zero. I have the one memory that the Washington Wizards and hitting that yeah. bang shot in the playoffs to to win that one game. I have very little. I don't know if I have any Nets memories. Just like dead, you know, and that series against the Heat where they got their doors blown off pretty much after you know game game three. Um, yeah, it is nuts to think how he was. So he was in Brooklyn for was it two years or one year? Was it just the one year? Uh, one year, which is that's, wild that they, that they so, did that and then <laughs> so wild. Like in hindsight, like it's just. I mean, you look back at that trade again, but like holy crap! Just and then what did KG play? Two years? AJ I think played two years, and they traded him for Thad Young. So he probably played right. two years, and they trade him maybe in the middle because he got the they had to make him. He got that option picked up um as part of the trade so yeah so, just, so, uh, so that's wild so when they made that deal with pierce the nets did he was 
he was going to be a free agent that next year. Yeah, that must I, have been I it. guess so. And then they were paying because the tax money, as in they realized, okay, we can't pay like two hundred million dollars in taxes. So I guess we're going to let you walk, Paul. Well, they say like um, we could, but maybe just not for a thirty-seven-year-old yeah, player. Right, we're not going to. Yeah, it's been done sure. for two years at least. Right, and it was also like on a team that is not going to be good enough to get out of the conference finals anyway, even if he was there. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so KG played the one year and then at the, at the deadline, the next season, so he played a year and a half, a year and a half <laughs> tra- tra- traded back <laughs> yeah. to Minnesota. Like we joke about this deal, but you, I like, I always assumed that they, those guys played there for two years at least. You would, like, you would have thought end. so. Right. Right. But which is an absolute disaster. And you get like, you know, like Jason kid in charge of all that. Just like, Oh my God. Straight up for Thad Young. Yeah. That's wild. But that's cool. I'm glad you're going to have to, uh, so, so you imagine that that KG will be there at Mohegan, uh, Pierce would be there. I wonder if Ron, if like you get one of like Rondo and Perk, why right, wouldn't like, they come, yeah. come by and hang out? I will be curious to see who is. I mean, yeah, like who makes the trek to Springfield or to Mohegan? I mean, I assume none of those guys are. They're not coming for the the, the press conferences, um, where the, the the players are introduced and you know always take questions from the media. But then you know, are they gonna? head out to Springfield on a, on a Saturday night and then just and take it all. And I assume, I assume Perk and Ryan will be there. Well, I don't know. Like, I wonder if like it's doc nice. and Danny, I imagine that I imagine all those guys will, will probably be there. If not, they'll certainly be watching obviously. Yeah. No, it'll be fun. I'm jealous. So have, have, wait, so you're, you're just going to Mohegan. You're not just going to Mohegan. I'm not going to Springfield because right. um, the, the seating situation is not, you know, from a coverage standpoint, it makes more sense to watch that on TV since you're not going to be able to get much from the uh, the in person. Cool. All right. Well, uh, enjoy yourself. You're gonna you're gonna find time to maybe stumble over to the tables at all. Yeah, I'm gonna probably beg Pierce or KG for like a five hundred dollar you know chip or something like that at some point at their high well, roller table. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that that would be a story. Sit down with the two of those guys and play some blackjack. Tell them it's the first episode of their of their new reality show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Mohegan will love if uh, people are filming uh, in, the, uh, in the in the casino. Must see TV, but cool. yeah, we'll, we'll report that next week. Um, in the meantime, hit us up at Winning Place Pod on Twitter. Hit Rich up at Rich underscore Levine. I'm at Brian T. Rob. Rich, we're we got training camp later this month here. Like off season came and I'm, went. I know. I'm feel, but I'm feeling the off season right now a little bit. Like this is yeah. the first time I feel like. Over the summer, that's the off season, but like we had plenty to talk about. And now for the next month or so, I'm like, all right. Well, Brad Stevens, what are we doing here? Brad Stevens isn't done. We didn't even talk about the Juwan Morgan signing. So oh, that's, that's you know, true. We buried the lead. Buried the lead on that one. Um, so what's that? That's just the warm body at training camp to to that's that's competition for Jabari Parker for that 15th spot. Um he, he's averaged one point a game, so I, I imagine he's a defense first player. Uh, via hey. scouting reports so but um but stay tuned for that one that's good um, just make 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 the jays work a little bit you know just someone to maybe push them a little uh during training camp who knows we'll keep an eye on it but uh, in the meantime thanks for listening and we will check you guys next week <laughs>